What in the fuck is really going on out there? Buds in the basement. Welcome to Buds in the Basement podcast. I'm Sean Collins, the guy with a lot to say. And I'm here with my co-host, Mr. Bubba the Mouth. He is back. Welcome back, brother. You've been Thank on you. hiatus for a while. You came back for a minute, but now you are uh, you're here. So what's good? Hey, you man? can't call it hiatus if you're trying to be fucking glorious, man. The house is fucking mine. It's all mine now. I can fucking be back to Bubba. Okay, I'm back. I'm back. I'm not going. It's not nice. I'm just busy as shit. <laughs> Very <laughs> good, man. I'm glad you were busy, and uh, you know, I'm congratulations on the house, really. And you know, you finally closed on it. How did that go? Was that nerve wracking or what? Because buying a house fucking sucked for me. Well, here's the, uh, the most awesome part about it is, is, you know, because I was so fucking nerve wracked and I'll, I'm going to go ahead and say naive to this situation. I remember that we, I, I had to have like extra cash just to grease this lady. Right. Yeah. But I, so we get to the part where, you know, we're supposed to hand over the 2,500 cash and everything. And then all of a sudden it was a gift to me. I'm like, what? I almost broke down crying, dude. We're talking about. All that money, I had to work all those hours and have all that Skrilla on the side. And it went right back to my pocket. Oh, word. But apparently my, uh, my uh, what do you call it, uh, real estate agent was, I told you it was a gift to you before you even started this process. I'm like, lady, I have no clue what was going on. I just, I couldn't see the the, the forest for the trees. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, that, that's how fucking nerve wracked I was. Well, no, it's it's not a fun process. Like for me, when I bought my house, um, because I'm self-employed, they treated me like a sack of shit, dude. Like I can only fucking imagine, dude. They really did. And and here I am, you know, whatever. Water under the bridge. It doesn't matter now. It's all it's all said and done. But but what happened was we were trying to go FHA at first because we were first time home buyers. You know, I didn't right. have a house since I was 39 years old. I didn't want to. I didn't like the responsibility of having to fix everything and just whatever. It was just too much responsibility for me at a certain point in my life. Right. Now, circling back to going back to buying the house or whatever, you know, when we did it, we were going to go FHA. And then I was like, wait a minute. Uh, now, before I say this, know that this whole like anti-government thing goes back a long ways. So in 2019, when I bought my house... I'm sorry. I actually just choked on a little bit of water right before this show. So I'm like a little bit coffee still. I know, right? Wrong pipe, you know. But, uh, you know, I was not willing to take that government loan. I wasn't doing it. it. So long story short, we ended up losing a bunch of our concessions that come with the FHA or whatever. But uh, they... Ended up switching it to a traditional for us, which ended up costing me a boatload of extra money, like a boatload, you know, but, you know, I don't know how it worked out for you, but there was a set amount for how much it was going to be to move in. And it surpassed that by far. I mean, by so far, it was very nerve wracking, disheartening. And I just remember going into my closing. Now we go in this big office building that's, you know, it's a high rise on the 11th floor or some shit like that. Right. Oh shit. And we're in this big office, big, like long, just, think, just big, just think like big, like office table for conferences and shit. We're all there. I got my folders and shit with all my stuff. I slammed it on the table and I was like, look, motherfuckers, 
I don't have any more money. You're not getting another dime out of me. Like, I don't have it. So That's if you're going to ask me for more money today, scratch this whole deal because there's no more. You're taking it all from me. I'm telling you, dude, like when me and Mrs. Buds bought our house, I want to say we probably had like 600 bucks to our name when mm-hmm. the dust settled. I mean, oh, yeah. it was like, whoa. You know what I mean? It was a little, it was a, it was a little crazy. But luckily for me, I was I was pretty busy with my work and whatnot. So, you know, everything worked out, you know, obviously, but it was very stressful. And like, you know, I didn't get all this gray hair and my beard and shit overnight. I mean, holy oh, yeah, shit. Man. But I'm sure, you know, it might have been, I hope it was a little bit better for you in a different situation. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it was better because I, as a, as a, you know, a veteran and a disabled veteran, I had all these avenues for help remember this all started off of man fuck living out here this the plumbing the plumbing is what fucking drove me to buy a house folks go (laughs) go fucking figure and then like i like i said i was just shooting my shit in the dark man and it fucking hit and they said what i was approved for i'm like huh what all right cool no problem and then like this lady who put the house on who you know her husband was a vietnam vet (laughs) She had a big heart, like like my kids played a big role in this too. Kind of you know sweet talk off you know the old lady because you know no word okay it was pretty pretty nice man pretty nice, but like uh, I was like where the fuck am I going to get all this money? I have no idea what closing costs are. Are you fucking kidding me? Like I didn't know shit. I really didn't. It all adds up because what they say for the VA loan is no money down. Don't worry. I'm like. That's a Bullshit. fucking lie. <laughs> That's 100% <laughs> a fucking lie, man. That's awesome. I got, but I got congratulations to, to you. Racks of fucking lie, guaranteed, man. But anyway, fucking got it going. But yeah, I feel you. Almost like uh, little to no money to rub together, but got across the finish line. And I found out this house went onto the market and then went off the market real fucking quick. Now, did they, I, like, I don't know if it was just because I'm self-employed or whatever, but I don't know if they did the same thing to you. And our listeners probably, like, they've all been through it or they want to go through it or whatever. Now, were they all up in your banking business wanting to know about all the money? I'm sorry. Were they what? what? Were they all up in your banking business trying to know about all your oh. money and where it came from? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I Like, if, if I can get my shit together and be, you know, in choose another career. I'd be a fucking underwriter because those guys are assholes. They go through your business like a motherfucker. <laughs> um, um, and not to mention, like, uh, like, like, check this out. All right. Like I left my job at one point, but I was still with the company because I had a W2, uh, sorry. Yeah. W2, okay. right. Uh, they end up fucking telling the underwriter, well, I left and came back. And then the underwriter want to know, what was I doing for income? And I'm like, okay, yeah, cool. You guys know that I have went to Amazon and I did Grubhub. Then they asked 30 fucking thousand questions. Oh, yeah. Of, of that. Oh, no. But the, here's the kicker. Because when I came back to my job, I got a pay bump, right? And the money wasn't adding up, like, calculation-wise. And I'm sitting there going, that's because they were giving me X, Y, Z amount of money for working one day. Right. And they're like, well, it's it's still what it, and I'm like, just run the fucking numbers. Yes. And I, I had to get a signed letter from my general manager of this, that, and why. Oh, geez. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm i exhausted. I celebrated like a motherfucker. But I, the thing is, on Friday when we signed, I went straight to work. But I was happy as shit. 
And then I found out I was covering for two other people who called in. So it was just me and two other people. And down with the ship we went. <laughs> hey, man. But I'll sit there with a smile. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. But congratulations, man, because it is a big deal. Buying the house is awesome. It's over. You know, and especially in a time where, you know, you know, the powers that be want you to own nothing and like it pretty much. And mind you, folks, I bought a house during a fucked up situation in this country. Ah. Awesome. Yeah, you bought high, dude. I'm sorry you had to do that, you know, but, you know, I'm sure you're glad to get it wasn't out of the too rental. Bad. I got a double lot. Got a two, double lot for under 250 so Hey, I'm fuck it, man. man. It's all that matters. Now, oh, fuck now, matters. now that everybody knows your business, <laughs> about where you've been. My business. Your business. All right, my shit's out. Now, <clears throat> dog. I listened to the show with you and Savage Red. Red, we had a good time. I love having Red Savage on the show. That's the second show we've done together. He was on the third episode too, yeah. and yeah. Uh, you know we, we have a good chemistry, one. and he'll be on more. Like I love having him on. He he wishes you were around, but just it wasn't you know it wasn't the deck of cards you know last week. But such is life. Now, now let's go into something here. I want to talk about something because I am extremely proud right now. We have hit. Congratulations, Megan. <laughs> Congratulations, Megan. What did she do? Oh, she's not pregnant. Oh, my fuck God. no. Oh, my God. We're not raising kids in this world. Jesus Christ, don't do that to me right now. She's in a school and shit. I, had to throw I mean, curveball. we would welcome it with open arms. But man, this would be bad timing for sure with her back in school or whatever. But hey, I'd take it, man. I would love to have yeah. fucking Sean running around here. But anyway, go on. We have broken the 2000 play mark, dude. Yeah. I know, man. It's now, dope. <laughs> I'm so very proud of this because, you know, when you get into something like this, especially with the nature of the show, um, you don't know what you're getting yourself into or who's going to listen, not listen or whatever. But, you know, we're we're almost we're not even quite six months into this yet. The end of June will be six months into this. And we we've already yep. broken the 2000 play mark. And that's something to be. That's huge. Man. It is so huge. Thank you so much for listening. Like seriously, look at. I wish you could see the hair on my arms standing up right now because, <laughs> like, thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Like, I never expected this. I really didn't. I thought we'd kind of be laughed off or shunned off or whatever, and it's not. And so, this show today is for you, the listeners, because you know this is this is nothing without you. This is just you know me and Bubba bitching. <laughs> about the government, you know, every fucking week, which, you know what? Now that this show is dedicated to you, the listeners, we're going to do something a little different this week. This is our 20th episode, and we did miss one week out of the whole time of the 20th, you know, the 20 episodes because I had that, my dog had surgery and stuff, and I just couldn't deal with life during that. And uh, anyhow, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to talk about. Instead of just bashing the fucking government like we do every week, <laughs> we're going to talk about the things we love. I think that we need to do that as as people and not just talk about the things that we hate, but talk about the things that we love, love to do, love being a part of, and just love in general. So, Bubba, I want to start with you, man. What are things that you love in this life right now as we sit? You see... I'm a family man. Absolutely love my wife and my kids. Um, 
from all the dark days that I have, because, you know, I am a disabled veteran. Um, you know, not every day is all sunshine and fucking rainbows, people, for me. It, it's really hard. I feel like I'm that clown that has to wear makeup and put on a face sometimes. But I absolutely love my family. I'm a family man. Family guy. <laughs> <laughs> they're the ones that keep me going. And they're actually the ones that keep me encouraged to do things like this. Also, like, uh, you know, not to segue to a little bit of the house thing, but everybody's like, man, oh, you cook. You have personality. You should be doing, you know, these things on all these social media platforms. So guess what? I'm finally getting my head out of the ass, you know, and I'm going to be going back to what me and you, Sean, used to start doing, entertaining and having a good fucking That's right, time. Right. So this is also what I love to do. Not only do I like to talk mad shit about the government, but I like to entertain you. I like to have a good time. I like to bring people together. And, you know, people, this is for you. Yeah, I mean, for me... You know, what I love is obviously my family, my wife. I love my wife dearly. Like, she's my whole world, honestly. It's me and her against the world. It's not like we got a whole bunch of friends out there. You know, we have a little bit of, you know, our, awesome, it's a man. very small circle. We don't get out a whole bunch, you know. We're, we're pretty much recluses, especially right now with her in school all the time. But, you know, I love my family. I love my wife. I love my dogs. I love the life that I have. I love freedom. I love liberty. I love guns. I love making things go boom and blowing shit up because I'm a man. And that's oh, yeah. what we that's like a- to do is make things go boom and blow shit up. It's never <laughs> going away. I'm in my 40s now and I still like to make things boom and blow shit up, you know. But here we are, you know, and I, I also love music. Music was my first love, man. Music, live music, concert, you know, all of it, man, just. I love barbecue. Love all of it, man. You know, I love, I love going to do things like yesterday. You know, my wife and I went to the Grand Prix, the Detroit Grand Prix. Never did that before. Yeah, you were on a little bit of red carpet action, dude. So check this out, man. So we got to talk about this Grand Prix for a second because, like, it kind of just landed on our lap. So Friday night, Megs is like, "Hey." You want to go to the Grand Prix tomorrow? And I was like, uh, yeah, sure. Fuck it. You know, whatever. Cool. Yeah. We can get these tickets for free, you know, as long as these other people in front of us doesn't get them. Okay, you know, put her drop her name in the hat. Great. So the the person that had the tickets, we it came through our sister-in-law slash listener, our sister and my sister-in-law, it's not hers. My sister-in-law, hello, sister-in-law, <laughs> you know, um, she she's the one who kind of hooked it up because it was one of her clients. She uh, does like a doggy babysitter type thing, you know, where she helps take care of animals and walks okay. dogs and stays with them and stuff like that. She does it for us when we go out of town. But anywho, she had these clients that had these tickets they couldn't use. They got the Rona, so they couldn't go, you know, which sucks. But they're like, here, take these tickets. You know, we ended up being, you know, the one person that was in front of us didn't end up taking them. We got them. Now, as we're getting on, you have to take a shuttle bus from downtown to Belle Isle because there's no parking there. It's crazy. And I'd never been, so I didn't know what to expect. I just thought we were going to see fast cars. And so (laughs) we get on the shuttle bus. Now, wait, 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 wait. I got to, we got to go back into this. I had warned 
a Ron Paul t-shirt that says, I saw that. truth is treason and the empire of lies. Right? I wore that shirt down there. Dog, you would never believe out of all the fucking propaganda t-shirts that I wear, right? Out of all of them, mm-hmm. this Ron Paul t-shirt was the shirt that got the biggest response out of people by far. By far. Positive, positive response? Mostly positives. Nobody said anything. No words were said, but I would either get a oh. nod or I would get a, a head shake like, oh, geez. But there were way more nods <laughs> than head shakes. And I'm like, okay, yeah, you know, this is something outside of the norm. Especially in the area, you know, we were in downtown and whatnot where it's, you know, whatever. You were in Truthville, man. man. But seriously, so I wear this shirt and I'll post a picture of us being down there or whatever just to prove I wore the shirt down there. You know, I can't be a shit talker. You didn't post it online, baby. But but man, the response out of that shirt was great. But anyhow, we end up getting on the bus and she opens the envelope with the tickets in it. There's a couple wristbands in there, right? I'm like, well, what is this shit? Oh, shit. You know, I don't know anything about it. I'm just, I just thought we were going to the race, man. Honestly. Dude, we get there and then we give the ticket. Our tickets wouldn't like scan at first. It was very weird. And they were kind of like, okay, let this guy do it. Let this guy do it. Let this guy do it. Well, the one guy, you know, I don't know if he was in charge, you know, at the door or whatever. He saw the wristbands. He's like, let's go. I'm like, okay, what's going That's on weird. here? So we ended up going to some map or whatever with some gentlemen. And we're like, hey, how do you get to this point at the wristband? He's like, oh, man, that's high society in there, man. You're you're way over here. You got to go back and buy the casino, the old school casino in uh, in Belle Isle. I remember where And so we get there, right? Everything's free, dude. The food's free. The beer's free. Like, we're right there in front of the race. It was so crazy. And, like, I'm very grateful that those tickets landed on our lab because it was such a good time. It really was, you know, and it was Indy cars. They had stock cars there, too, which the Cadillacs smoked everyone, believe it or not. And they had, you know, there was Cadillacs and there was, you know, in the stock car races, you know, Caddies. Mm -hmm. There was Audis. There was, you know, BMWs, Mercedes, you know, anybody who's got a tricked out car, right? Yeah, Caddy was owning it, but it was a great time. Now, that being said, where all the free shit was, it was kind of like laid back and chill. So we decided to venture out, you know, and and go see everything else. Now, where everything wasn't free was where the party was. Honestly, there was live music. You know, there was DJs. There were lots of cocktails. And you could totally fucking... Like hang out where the like they fix the cars and shit. Like that was all back in there. I saw a couple of the photos. I'm like, damn, y'all are pretty fucking awfully close to that garage. It's just no, it's out the open. Like, I don't think there's enough room for them to be separated really over there in Belle Isle or whatever. And it is the last year they're doing it in Belle Isle. Dude, if you would have known you would have been this fucking close, you should have been donning nothing but Buds in the Basement merch. Oh, dude, I wish I had some merch. <laughs> We're going to do some merch at some point. But, uh, you know, that was a very cool experience. Thank you so much to, you know, our, our my sister-in-law slash uh, listener and, you know, and her clients. I mean, that was way too cool. And and that being said, you know, that was something else I love to do is go hang out with my wife, you know. 
Can you guys do Sunday fun day? Oh, Sunday fun day every week. I mean, that's just a thing. I've seen the photos. Oh, yeah. You and your wife, y'all go out and enjoy each other, I mean, which, you know what, which is very important in marriage. It, which is very it is important. very Don't important in marriage. You can't just sit home and watch fucking TV and play on social media all day. Yeah, it's horrible stuff in marriage. It really is. I actually lived that life for a while, you know, before... Me and Mrs. Buds didn't go on vacation for, we went on, we got married in 15. We went on a honeymoon. We didn't do a fucking thing until 2020. I'm an awful husband, honestly, for that, for real. Now but, you're hardworking, but, bro. But like, <laughs> life is busy, man. And, and you know, the funds aren't always there. But, you know, in 2020, we got to go on a vacation and it was awesome. But she let it be known, like, the 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 social media and the phone had, like, completely taken over me. Because of what was going on or whatever, you know, I shouldn't admit, I, I don't need to make excuses. I need to own that. I wasn't being a very fucking present husband or a present fucking doggy dad during, you know, the whole pandemic and all that. Because all I did was fucking bitch online about what the fuck was going on. And that's not cool. That's no way to fucking have a marriage. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I took a page out of your book. I actually, during this little buying process, I stayed the fuck off of the internet a little bit. Like I would only give myself about 10 minutes in the morning, afternoon and night. Felt good to deplug. Dude, it's, isn't your life so much peaceful, so much more peaceful when you turn the TV off? Yeah. How about the fight with everybody in the world? <laughs> Get off social media. 100% folks. Go back to the, like the 90s mentality and go enjoy life. Like just Holy fuck, go do so things, much ride bikes, you know. Go see go see live music. Go do anything. Oh, <laughs> man. man. I'm still it's summertime. Please, please. Please. Go, go to... Music festivals, go to concerts, man. Go have some fun, man. You know, I'm looking forward to hitting up Pine Knob this year. I would love to hit Pine Knob this year. Uh, we do have uh, concert tickets to two shows right now. Neither of them are at Pine Knob. They're both at Comerica. But I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I'm uh, Chris Stapleton. Oh, and that's going to be a good one. I love Chris Stapleton. I've never been a country guy, now, per se. Now, now that's, that's at Comerica, right? Guess what, folks? <laughs> For those who are going into the show, awesome. But Comerica, you know, that's where the Tigers play. It's outdoors. You can just go walk around downtown and enjoy the loud music downtown and have a great time, folks. You can do all that stuff. I mean, we did that. We did that, and we uh, and then soon after, we're going to see Elton John for like the farewell thing. Dude, that's amazing. I don't care. Yes, I love hard rock. I love good gangster rap. Elton John, one of his last few, got to be there. You have to. It's it's inevitable. And I, I personally love Elton John. <clears throat> you know, it's a very, uh, it's timeless music. And he's written some very, very, some of my very favorite songs are by Elton John, honestly. You know, it's, yeah. uh, so I'm really looking forward to that show. Some of my very favorite songs are by Chris Stapleton. You know, he's got he's got the scarecrow in the garden at the end of the song. He's got a he's like, I got a Bible in my left hand and a pistol in my right. And I'm like, hell yeah, brother. Now you're speaking my language. You're speaking to my soul right there. You know, <clears throat> oh, you definitely like uh, Waylon Jennings outlaw country music. Oh, see, I love the outlaw stuff is great. You know, I'm not a big fan of the. Uh, the the poppy country stuff, even I'm though Stapleton would poppy, probably be considered pop now because he's so popular. Because that's what pop music stands pops, for. Some of that pop country will get you moving too. Don't get me wrong, but nothing like Brooks and Dunn, Garth Brooks. That I like the classics. Man, man. I, I listened to a guy named Chris Knight 
which is like totally outlaw stuff. And he's he's got a song that I really like. I can't think of the name of it right now. But he avenges his brother's death in this song. And I'm like, fuck yeah, that song's great. <clears throat> and uh man, I'm sorry I keep clearing my throat. Literally, like five minutes before we started this show, I had a little bit of water go down the wrong pipe and I haven't been able to bounce. Oh, that's okay, brother. That's okay. It really is. But uh now what else do you love, man? I want to know what Bubba the Mouth loves, dude, because like <laughs> this should be the summer was- love. All right, this is the summer of love. I love cooking, barbecuing, and I love some weed, man. I fucking love, 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 love some weed. Oh, me too, brother. I mean, weed, weed is a very and, big uh, influence. I would like in my to say life. something cool. Something has happened magically finally in this good old country, the great old state of Rhode Island, though very tiny. <laughs> They are the 19th state to legalize. Welcome to the free lands. <laughs> they really should legalize marijuana on so many levels. The problem is, though, if they legalize it federally, is I'm afraid that they're going to uh, do what they did with the cigarettes. Because, I mean, when oh. people first started smoking cigarettes, it was just tobacco and paper. They didn't put all that bullshit in it. You mean you they're going to put all these additives in? Additives uh, and all that. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I think so, man. Um, and then also, uh, you know, I read the reports of the DEA, though we absolutely fucking hate them. They love to leave out awesome reports of, uh, ongoing declines of marijuana arrests. So we are actually going in the right direction on this. Well, because, well, it, I mean, it makes sense because if all these states are going legal with marijuana, you can't arrest people. So, I mean, like arresting people for water. Yeah. So, so it's hard to. To, to have a stat like that, I guess, per se, when when states are going legal. But I totally get it where you're coming from and whatnot. But I mean, oh, yeah, man. it's just what a I plant. Want. I feel like anything that grows out of the ground should be legal. It's a plant with dried flowers that you end up using, utilizing. Well, I'm cool with mushrooms, too. Not that I take them because I don't. But, you know, it grows out of the ground. And that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it, it grows out of the ground. God put it on the earth for you. It's yours, you know. You don't have to do anything to it. You just got to dry it out. But when you, well, what the thing I don't like is, you know, I don't really agree with the oils and stuff. Like, like when people do dabs, I, oh, I think dude. that actually, <laughs> fuck, dabs, I don't like bro. it because it actually, you actually have to make that, and that they you put you process dabs, it. dude. You're smoking gas. Yeah, I know. You have to process it. Now, I'm not knocking on you folks to do that. Yeah, do what you do. you. This is just my, my opinion. I, I feel if you have to process something that was already great, like marijuana, that's safe playing field is cocaine and everything else, in my opinion. No, it won't kill you, but I've known people that have got went to the hospital because they had pneumonia right off rip because they had a bad batch of uh, dab that they inhaled. Yeah, see, now, I did dabs one time. <laughs> Once. I feel like it kicked you in the damn chest, didn't it? Now I'm a I'm an avid pot smoker. I've been smoking weed since 1994. You know what I'm saying? Like I've been doing this shit for a long time. Um, bro, these fucking dabs. My fucking roommate that I lived with before Megan, right? We ended up just getting an apartment like one building over from him. So he would come over a bunch, you know, in the beginning and whatnot. And he brought over this thing one day. Now. 
First off, I never fucked with no dabs in my life at that point. This is 2013. Never fucked with no dabs in my life. Didn't really know much about it. So he comes over with this shit and he's got like this big glass rig and you got to torch it and shit. I'm like, man, this is fucking smoking crack, dude. What the fuck? Yeah, is this is crack shit, shit man. You know, like, saying. holy shit, you know. He's like, no, it's fucking great. You're going to get so stoned or whatever. So I do. I take a hit. I, t- I go, I, I blast off, man. I take a big ass hit. Dude, I fucking blew that smoke out. There was so much smoke and I could not stop coughing. I was choking for like 20 minutes. And then all of a sudden, my heart was fucking racing, dude. Like, hold, like I did a bunch of blow. And then fucking, I had a hard time breathing and shit. It gave me a panic yeah. attack. So ever since then, I'm straight on dabs. I'm old school, man. I'll smoke my flour and I'll eat my edibles. And that's as far as I'm going, man. You do what I you want to do with Willie this shit. I will keep it Willie Nelson style. Keep it Willie Nelson. That's me, dude. Yeah, like that's too much, you know. To each your own. I mean, if you're trying to get fucked up, I guess do your thing or whatever. That's just my, that's not my kind of getting fucked up. Well, you also got to remember um, the younger generations, like they're, weed ain't what it used to be from even this, the people like the 60s, the 70s, 80s, not even the 90s. Weed was never like this. This is no, so we were getting fucking- some- <laughs> Remember the downtown Browns you would get, dude? And the fucking buds would be this flat and be full of seeds. will never know anything about the brick. That's all I'm fucking saying. The pens, <laughs> the seeds, you light it up, you thought you had one or one seed gone, or it was still like in the brick of the little bowl you're smoking. It's all popping like popcorn. Dude, oh, hell come yeah. On. You could get it for like fifteen dollars and eighth. You get quarters Ugh. for like twenty five bucks and shit. And now mean, we're talking the nineties, yo. Like, I'm I'm fine. I got I got seeds. I plan on keeping it with homegrown because honestly, I'm tired of paying for pot. I don't care what price it is. And I'm tired. I'm tired of the upsell. Every time you go to a dispensary, I swear it's like going to a weed card salesman, and they're trying to upsell you on some See, shit. You got to get your card and come out here. He, I tell you what. The Detroit dispensaries are way different than the suburb dispensaries. Not only because of the price, but also because of the vibe. Like, they're not going to talk you into nothing. They're like, what do you want to get Same thing would happen when I would go to the spot. What was it? Provisions over by... uh, What's that strip club off of 8 Mile? The Coliseum? Which one? (laughs) (laughs) Which one? No, the Coliseum. The the one over on the east side. I used to go to... uh, That's 8 Hoover, man. That's that's the hood, man. You got to watch it over there. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Watch, watch your mouth. It's not the hood. Good, good people live off of Eight Mile and almost grass it. Well, I guarantee you, there's good people out there. But I mean, bad shit happens out there too. There's good people everywhere, and there's bad people everywhere. There's bad people in my neighborhood. There's bad people in your neighborhood, man. I'm not gonna go say that. It's a rougher part of town. I should watch my words. That that's a rougher part of town over there. There we go. That's what I say. I don't call things ghetto anymore because. Too, too, I'm too old minded. I'm like, man, I ain't calling that ghetto. This is rougher. <laughs> you know, and it's fine. You know, there's, there's good and bad places everywhere. I mean, here I am. We both live in Oakland County. Not you for long, but you know, you're going oh, to the going Wayne, Wayne County man. boys. I'm going to Wayne County, bro. Good for you. But you want to know what? You want you to know what's awesome about yeah, I'm I'm to Wayne County? No, I'm still kind of like, I'm in Oakland County still, barely, by like the, the hair of my chinny chin chin here, you know. Before we get into Wayne County, but with you moving to Livonia, you're going to be way closer, brother. <laughs> oh, dude, I, I, I've already looked at the maps, and I always stare. I, I'm 
literally a, a uh, 16 minute drive to your house. Yeah, something like that. Freaking now, awesome. that being said, listen, y'all, if me and Bubba the Mouth are going to live this close to each other, you better be ready for some crazy buds in the basements. And guess what, motherfuckers? We might even make a run in 24. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm never working for the government, nor do I want to be president. But if we could take over, we would. And our slogan would just be fuck the government 2024. With this, see what what I'm planning and proposing with this upcoming midterm awesome bullshit that we're going to have this fall. We're going to have some fun and some rallies. We're just going to have some fun, bro. Just it it, nothing crazy or or getting incarcerated by by any means. But we're just going to have some fucking fun and roll the punches because we know our party likes to get forgotten about a lot. You know, so maybe we can be the voice of it. <laughs> you know, I, I, I've seen a couple of Spike Cohen's actually put out a couple of videos recently. Oh. Um, one was more of like a, I don't want to call it commercial, but it was, it was something of the sort for his uh, new thing that he's got going on called you are the power. You are. And uh, he's also, if, if you get a chance and I posted it on my personal social media and I'll put it up on Bud's. But his speech at the Libertarian National right. Convention was absolutely phenomenal. And so was the little commercial he put together, you know. Yeah. Um, and it gets me really fired up to do something productive other than, you know, just the podcast itself. Um, <laughs> I want to be a part of something. Not that I want to run for office or whatever, but like I want to be a part of this movement that is going to be a change for society that is a much needed change for society we need this we can't we can't just keep going through this nonsense with the elephants and asses we can't we deserve better what i'm interested in is people like a lot of people have woken up since this debacle in the beginning of the year who's president who's fighting over what who stole what yeah yeah yeah, it's over with, folks. But a lot of people have woken up to the bullshit the government has been doing for years. Well, we're because the right move, we're, we're going the right way. Now, how do we just expedite it to a faster thing where people, everybody wakes up? You know what I'm saying? And that's the thing. Now, now here's here's my catch, and <clears throat> it, it goes it goes like this: we have to have constructive conversations, kind of like we do on this show. Mm-hmm. We can't just get on social media and because somebody says something left-sided or right-sided, just go in there and bash them and tell them they're a fucking piece of shit, right? We can't be doing that shit no more because that's no way to be, get our point across. You right now is the time to be like, hey, these are the facts. This is what these people are doing right now, whether they are on either side. Mm-hmm. And it's it's what they're doing is wrong. Very, very wrong. And people are starting to see it, but the demonization of each other is what's keeping the divide right oh, now. I like, know. And we can't just go in there and be like, you know, he, I fell for it the other day. Like, I did some shit on Twitter or whatever, and this guy came out and was like, hey, you know, the, the, I think you saw that too. Yeah, the Libertarian on. Party was very left and now it's very right or whatever. And I kind of got snippy with him only because I thought he was a troll. I did. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, I'm not going to play with you trolls. I'm going to let you have it. But then he kind of said something like, hey, I'm willing to debate this. And I'm like, well, hey, if you're willing to debate this, 
let's please debate it. I would love that. Uh, a healthy debate is good. Uh, you know, and I did say, hey, man, I, you know, I apologize because I thought you were a troll at first. But if you want to have a healthy debate, let's please do this. And we'll have you on the fucking show, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. Well, we got to oh. stop bashing each other, yep. you know, and, and everybody falls. I'm still falling for it. I'm trying so hard not to because this show has humbled me in, in a lot of sense. It really has. Well, that's awesome. It's like you can read a sentence. Over and over and over. And no matter how you're feeling, like if you're pissed off, that sentence is negative to you. Or if you are feeling like you're walking on sunshine, shall we say, that sentence is going to be the best thing you ever read. You know what I'm saying? Right. Text has no texture, no tone. It's what we learn in broadcasting school. It's, it's right. how you say it. It's not how you read it. You know what I'm saying? You'd be like, oh, my God, you are going to die tomorrow, but don't worry. You know, you know, give them that don't worry voice, you know? Right. It's 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 how everybody is just reading things and nobody's talking and hearing the emotion in voice. You know what I'm saying? And that's why a lot of people are fighting each other is because there is a huge wall between having a conversation with somebody with complete opposite political views. Yes. This is the biggest thing we're going through in life. And nobody realizes it's our modern day Berlin Wall. We're trying to break it down and it's invisible. You can't see it. We have to understand that there's a wall between us and it needs to come down. Well, I mean, the whole system needs to come down. That's the wall is the system. That is the long-term goal right there. But we have to do baby steps to win. We do have to do baby steps. And we have to figure out a way to come together collectively and have, you know, be able to have these conversations without losing our minds, even though you want to, you know, like. That guy taught me something that day on Twitter, you know, that I shouldn't have gotten snippy with him right off the rip. Yeah. Because if he was willing to debate something, you know, in a healthy way, I should be all for that. But I don't know if they're a troll or not. You don't know what you get on social yeah. media. You're, you're also, it's like, we need everybody to have the mindset of 9-12 to come together and talk. I don't want yes. another 9-11 or any of that dumb shit. I'm saying the way how on 9-12... That year, how everybody was to each other. Well, because everybody was united on that front at that point. Yeah. We were all in the same place. Like, wow. I really feel like we'll never have it again. But I think we could have it if people actually open. It would be in a different way, though. It would be, you know, we're going to figure it out by the actions of our politicians, you know, like, okay, we're all seeing what they're doing. You know, they've done A, B, and C, and the result has been, you know, not good, <laughs> per se. And then we start there. And Spike Cohen also, and you got to watch his, please, everybody who listens to this show, there's about a 13-minute video of Spike Cohen's speech, 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 hello, talk. No, but there's a 13-minute <laughs> video of his speech at the Libertarian National Convention that I feel like everybody should watch because he said something, he said a lot of things that were very powerful. But one thing that stuck out to me was, okay, what if we all agreed on just one thing, right? Let's fucking unite and fight for that one thing. Put all your differences aside, you know what I mean? And fight for that one thing. And in the meantime, you might find something cool about each other, 
you know, that you can find a common thread, even though you disagree, like the, the fighting has to stop. The infighting needs to stop. Like we had some problems within the libertarian party with a lot of infighting right now. They're at each other's throats, you know, and that's, that's a bad look, especially from the outsiders from the, you know, the duopoly side that are going, you know, these libertarians are fucking crazy. What is wrong with them? They can't even get along with each other. But, you know, the Republicans can't get along with each other either. Neither can the Democrats. A la Tulsi Gabbard. Dude, it amazes you know. me that they have not cleaned her or anything. Tulsi, you gotta like, know what? wow, it's hard to believe that, you know, because I've, I've lost so much faith in the Democratic Party coming from being a, in a Democratic family. Um, she is my fucking favorite by far in that party. Like, she's the only shining star to keep it going for me. She is really saying all the right things right now. And I am not one to play for the duopoly. I'm really not. But she is really coming out and just saying the right things right now. And she's turning heads from both the Republican side and the Libertarian side. Yeah. I mean, a lot of us are like, wow, this lady, you know, she's way outside the status quo of what the left is is going for right now. And, And if she let's just say hypothetically this. And I really hope. That I'm wrong because I have this hunch in my head that the GOP, I think she might be the GOP's rabbit in the hat. There's no way she could run as a Democrat. No way. The DNC would never put her out there. She could not, pull absolutely Bernie and not. just be independent. She could fucking do it. She could, she really could do, do the Bernie thing, though, because she's not a socialist. She's got. She's a classical liberal. She's a Kennedy Democrat, dude, she, which is right up my alley, like, honestly. But there's no way she could run as president as a Democrat. I'm sorry because I want it to happen because that means that she'll. In my, in my way, I feel like the republic. I'm not saying anything like all. Not all Republicans are bad. Not all Democrats are bad. You know what I'm saying? You can't. You can't put the uh, the un, untrue statement on there. Some right. I, that is the fucking thing I believe in most. Some, not all. Okay. Yeah. Right. But I would fucking love it if she went over there. Maybe it, it would be a swift kick in the ass to Republicans to wake up. Many of them. Um, I would love it, but I would rather her run as a Democrat. Uh, I mean, as an independent, because I feel that she would get forgotten about or she would get swept under the rug. It's, it, I, I got mixed feelings. Yeah, I think if she ran as a Republican, it would be career suicide for her, honestly. I mean, you have to put that on the table, too. I'm not saying that's the only option, though. There, well, so I mean, she's, well, it might not be, though, because she's already pissed off all the Democrats. I mean, like all the hardcore Democrats. I mean, let, let's rewind it to the presidential debate for, you know, yes. for the primaries for the Democrats. She whooped ass on that debate stage. She whooped the fuck out of our current vice president. They got into a smackdown and she let her have it. She fucking smacked her around. I'm like, how, I mean, you, they, Democrats wanted to break, break the glass ceiling with Hillary Clinton. Why, why not Tulsi? She's strong. She can handle herself. And right. No, no. What? She's a veteran. <laughs> she fought. For this country. Oh, she's still in the, well, Hawaii National Guard is a major. 
Yes, but she is no longer in the system anymore. She is not a congresswoman anymore. Oh, dude. Like, uh, it's just baffling how they didn't go, like, focus on that. Like, yep, that's our fucking winner. That's what we should go with. Nope, let's go put a bowl of fucking used oatmeal onto the stage and goes to bed by five o'clock. You want to know what, man? I hate that. I didn't honestly even pay attention to any of the primary stuff when it came to the Democrats because, you know, I made a deal with myself after voting for Trump in 16 that I would never vote for the duopoly ever again. You know, I, I became a libertarian in 2008 with Ron Paul. You know, it could be worse. And then I mean, my last- 16 came around and I didn't care for Gary Johnson as a libertarian. And so I was like, I'm voting for Trump because I'm scared. Number one, I th- you know, and number two, I couldn't get behind. Look, you're my boy, dude. You're a veteran. And my best friend in the world is a fucking veteran, dude, a, a career veteran. And after the whole Benghazi debacle, there's no way I could ever stand behind Hillary Clinton ever. Not to mention... All the the Clintoning that has happened since the you know the Epstein thing. Now, now that I bring that up, right? The Epstein thing. He didn't kill himself. There, I said it. Never. Neither neither did the economy. Okay. But up, dope. But anyhow, look. The whole Johnny Depp thing's over, right? You know, everybody had their fun with Johnny Depp and, you know, turds in the bed. We even had our fun with it, right? I'm making shirts. Anyway, go on. <laughs> Where the fuck is Ghislaine Maxwell? What the fuck is going on with that trial? We deserve to know. Like, why Why is it that something like that gets pushed on the back burner when there was elite, elite, elite pedophiles going to this island... <laughs> And having sex with underage girls. If you weren't paying attention throughout that whole process, folks. If you have money, you're untouchable in this country. Period. Period. The names on that flight log are most of the people that you fucking support either financially by buying their music, watching their movies, buying their clothes... Yeah, because it wasn't just politicians. I mean, we're talking Hollyweird. We're talking musicians. We're talking poly. We're talking anybody who's up in the upper echelon of people that were going to this island. And there was facts. There's literal facts that Bill Clinton visited that island over 20 times and it's been crickets. Oh, yeah. But- and anybody who's kind of. But there's also facts like, of, you know, Trump going to him. And then Trump was only on the flight logs, though, because if you're on the flight logs, that means you never went to that. Here's island, the thing. Right? There's also another fact. Because, you know, because if one thing said, another side never wants to hear it. Well, hear me out on this one. Hear me out. Uh, well, he, of course. Yeah. He also the things he said about Jeffrey Epstein apparently fall on deaf ears because he's like, I never want to be around that guy. That guy bothers me. That guy has issues. I don't like him. Period, fucking point blank. That shit has been said. There's fucking proof of that shit. You can go to fucking YouTube and still fucking find that shit. And nobody wants to acknowledge it. We are Nobody stuck, wants to acknowledge anything We're stuck on a who has to be right situation in life. And well, if you listen to the QAnon, if you listen to the QAnon, right? Like, I watched that Cabal documentary, right? The following Cabal is so fucking weird. 
That's another thing. I'm like, Q? I'm like, I, go away, guys. Go away, guys. But no, like, okay, so they were on, they, they, you know, they talked about Epstein Island during that and all that, but it was only Democrats that they rattled off names to that were going to that island. Now, look, man. We all work with people, we, you know, that we, you know, we have little disagreements with, right? Mm-hmm. And and whatever. But I guarantee you, y'all go have a beer every once in a while at the bar together. And so you're telling me that these politicians, you know, the only Democrats and there was, you know, no Republicans going to Epstein Island. Are you fucking serious right I'm now? pretty sure everybody feather, was right? welcome. Like, I've heard some sideways shit. If... I mean, it's kind of like how we were grew up off of the WWF. I'm not saying any WWF. Right. If you were a fan of a good guy, you know that the bad guy would never hang out with him in, in real life. Right. Okay. Right. Democrats and Republicans, when they're not sitting around or they don't have a camera, they're hanging out with each other. Oh, they're going to balls and charades. They're, and- they're- Little political where, things where people, and blah, blah, blah. In their personal time, they're rubbing elbows with each other. Don't be fucking fooled. Absolutely. Don't be fooled. That is, this, it's a smoke show. It's, it's, it's smoke and mirrors. We're all falling for it, but they're standing on this hill and they're standing on that hill and they'll never get together. Dude, they're over on the other side of the fucking hill having drinks and talking about how life is. So Two wings of the same bird, man. Like, uh. Let's go back to that thing of, you know, one side does one here or whatever. Uh, because, you know, Johnny Depp, he won his case. The, the, cool. And uh, what that has sparked off was, uh, you remember a guy by the name of Kyle Rittenhouse? Okay, yeah. He won his case. Innocent in a court of law. Yet a whole side still doesn't like the kid. Now... Before all that shit happened, remember the Covington kids? They went to yes, okay. And for Nick Salmon to just smile, and his name was thrown through the mud because he didn't do anything. He just sat there and smiled while the guy beat the drum in front of his face. Yada yada yada. yada, yada. Right. Everybody said he was sm- a smug little rich and white pro- privileged kid. Smeared him. Won a huge court case against all these media outlets. Now, that lawyer has joined Kyle Rittenhouse's lawyer defense team because Kyle Rittenhouse has been inspired to go ahead and sue Facebook, CNN, everybody, because the kid can't go to Walmart without a security detail because people want to cause harm to this guy. He's 18 years old. I'm sorry. He's probably 19 years old now or probably 20 because it happened within two years. And it was a huge fucking process. His life is pretty right, much right. smeared from whatever he tried to become of. That's why when I was telling people, yeah, people are out in the streets, people are riding. Stay the fuck home. Do not put yourself in these situations, whether you're left, right, right. Up, down, political view. Stay your ass home. You know what I'm saying? You're going to cause nothing but trouble. So anyway. Right. He's beefed up his security team and he's going to pretty much sue all these people. And I honestly hope he wins every single defamation case, which he's more than likely going to. People are going to be ponying up. But I thought it was interesting of how Nick Sadman's lawyer went to his defense team. <laughs> so watch out, people. Rich, <laughs> young kids coming at you. And, you know, like, I'm, like, I'm, like what I meant to say on this one, sorry for rattling off all that. 
No, I want you to One battle. side only wants to listen to one thing. The other side does only wants to listen to another. But nobody wants to listen to both sides come together and make a critical thought. Because it's fucking party over people. It's politics uh, over people. It's always. Why does it have to be that way? Why does it? Remember, remember in, in uh, high school or even elementary school or middle school, you'd have to read things. Critical thinking skills. Remember, we always did this shit. Critical thinking skills in school. Right. Like you, we'd have fucking tests on it. And then we were taught to go back, reread and redo the test and get a better grade. During the 2020 bullshit of politics, they were demonizing critical thinking. They said critical thinking is not good for the, I'm like, what the, are you serious? During the whole 2020 <laughs> fucking COVID bullshit, they demonized everything that went against their side. Everybody. Everything. One side was even the ministry. The other side things. was butthurt. And they would never come together on what wasn't butthurt. And that's another problem that we have, you know, here in our system. I think that, you know, both sides are too far gone to even come together and and make rational decisions for the country anymore. Like, it's it's obvious. Look at where we well, are right like, now. One thing that affects us daily, especially you as a businessman, sir, gas is what it is. People, the people, last two weeks, each side of the of the political sphere is complaining man. of who's responsible for this. The right wants to say Joe Biden did that. The left wants to say the president has nothing to do with uh, gas prices. However, if we rewind when gas was going up, when Trump, I remember this awesome. Uh, what was it? Press conference with what? What's uh? What's the Schumer? He was saying it, right. Trump should definitely do something to lower these gas prices. And I'm sitting there going, "Are we fucking hypocritical?" That was like back in 2018. Isn't this fucking? Yeah. Why do we just call it the United States of hypocrites? Here's the thing, man. Check this out. Now, obviously, the the president has nothing to do with the actual gas prices themselves. But government policy does. But all those you can bet your ass on that. Contracts and permits that were pulled definitely attributed to this. But you know what I'm saying? Like government policy has everything to do with the way things work in the country. Well, so you're mad about inflation? Government policy, government spending. You're mad about gas prices? Government policy. Now, gas prices also goes with inflation because if gas goes up, Trucks have, I mean, companies have to charge more to transport, which affects you at the grocery store, people. That's what I'm saying. Like me as a painter, a small business, I had to raise my prices. I had no choice. There was no choice in the matter. And that's a tough spot on you because you have to keep finding business. It's affected me this year. It has affected me personally this year. Like seriously. I'm not nearly as busy as I was, to be quite honest with you. I'm actually working for someone more than I'm working for myself. You got to support yourself because of this. I got to work, and now you know it's not such a horrible thing. You know, I make a I can I make a pretty pretty decent wage um, because I I worked my ass off for that. You know, it's not like I I make a decent wage just because of whatever. You know, I've been doing this stuff for yeah. a long time, and and so you know I'm able to you know support my family on a wage because of the, all the time I put in 
for that particular job. Well, it's not like I just got paid X amount of dollars. Yeah, for me, like me, I have a personal catering business, okay? I would love to do fucking private parties as a chef. However, I'm fucking completely terrified to put my neck out there and get fucking murdered again. That's why I'm like, I'd rather go to work for so many hours at a certain spot. And at least and make money. my money that I have to support my family. Then I have to say it on my say, it's starting to feel like a fucking pipe dream cooking wise. A lot of things like, dude, like here's, here's, I'm a painter. I got a small paint business, mm-hmm. right? And in the last year, just on materials alone have gone up 25%. 25%. And you, then you have to. Okay. You, what is it for you guys? Do you guys have to, all right. When I do my business in pricing, in order for me to make profit on something, I have to break everything down and then multiply it by three just to make a decent profit. I'm sure you have to do right. some sort of equation for you. Well, it's it's a, it's a different type of business, right? So pretty much you know, where I'm at now, I'm pricing things a little bit differently because I don't want to be responsible for the materials anymore. So I just give people a labor price now because if I factor in materials on there, you'll never get any fucking work because people are like, holy shit, you know? Well, so let them figure out on their own. You have a person saying, holy shit about a vaulted ceiling. And you're like, dude, are you fucking kidding me? I got to get my ass up there. I got to rent this to fucking do it. You know, but, you know, that's all. It's Here's the thing. When it comes to, and I posted something on my personal social media about this, you know, and it, it was two weeks worth of gas that I paid for. One was one hundred and five ninety nine. I remember that one. And then the other one was just over a hundred because I didn't let it get as empty that time. Um, If you're wondering why your contractors are so expensive right now or anything in general that has to be delivered in a semi or anything, that's a part of it, but that doesn't even begin to scratch the surface. Okay. Materials on everything have gone up tenfold. There's nothing we can do about it. Even like for me as a painter, like Sherwood Williams, you know, I used to get a really dope deal on paint, dude. I did, man. I was I was getting really good products for fairly cheap. You know, now I'm paying way more. They're not even willing to work with me anymore. You know, they're not. They don't care. They don't have to. It doesn't they're matter. Like, Fuck you. It, it doesn't matter. And that's the same. That's just for painting. That doesn't go for wood. You know, what about the guys that are building decks or building houses? Are you know, like this is a horrible time to have a house built right yeah. now. Like if you're wanting a brand new house built for yourself, bad time to do it. You're going to pay fucking premium like, prices. And like, it's not the contractor's well, fault Well, like for my garage, I'm planning on making that my gym, my personal gym, because I hate paying to go to the gym. Uh, I really hope simple things like drywall don't go through the fucking roof, man. And uh, <laughs> drywall is still decent. I mean, it's gone up or whatever. It's still pretty decent. If you need OSB, you're fucked. Mm. But you by know, the way, uh, you know, if you need any type of plywood, you're paying for that. My pops, my 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 pop, my biological dad, he's got a wood floor okay. business, right? And he said something to me. He, he paid like ninety two dollars for two sheets of OSB, which is compressed board. It's not even like this is wood compressed board. board. This is compressed. It's compressed board, dude. Right? It's going for like forty five bucks a sheet or more. I remember a time when it was five dollars a sheet. I sound like my parents <laughs> right now. I remember having a fit when it went up to like eight or nine dollar cheap. I remember when bullshit. I broke my bed and I had to get I had to get a, a what plywood or something. I remember when it was like a big huge six foot sheet of it, ten bucks. <laughs> That's all it was. 
That's all it was. This was back in like, what, 2005? <laughs> you know, I, I broke my bed. It is what it is. I, I came home drunk one night. Did How'd you break your bed? Bottom, I broke that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> giggity, giggity. All right. I'm not going to say what I did the people's elbow with, though. Ah, anyway. Oh, but I'm doing but here's here. Look at look hmm. at us right now. We just said we were going to have a show about what we love or whatever. No, no, no. Here I'm going to talk about something I love. I love who I'm wearing on my hat. I love the Detroit Lions. It is what it is, folks. I'm a huge fuck. Like I love football. I love my Lions. I could root for. What do I say every year? Thirty-one other fucking teams in the league that I could just hop on, and I'm stuck with this fucking team. And I absolutely love them. <laughs> Guess what the predictions are this year? We are stuck with them. Experts are saying nine wins. Nine wins. That's a nine and eight season because now they play 17 regular season games. Well, these experts, at least experts going to say four I think five they had wins. too much Kool-Aid. I have I zero think belief. they did drink too much of the blue <laughs> Kool-Aid, the Honolulu blue Kool-Aid. Dude, oh my Super gosh. Bowl champs, baby. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Oh man, you better put your mouth where you put your money where your mouth and is. After, like and your after the Super Bowl, mouth. check this out. I turn off my Xbox. It's not. It's not fucking <laughs> happen, bro. <laughs> we'll be lucky to get five fucking wins, but you know what's awesome? Uh, also, moving, I'm closer to the Detroit area. I'm already looking forward to some Tigers games. I'm definitely hitting up some Lions games, dude. Oh, you'll be close to being close to downtown straight. Like for me, like I'm I'm 15 minutes from downtown Detroit for real. It took us to get to the Rensen down there to get to the shuttle to go to the Grand Prix yesterday. It's a 15 and, uh, minute drive. That's you know, that's pretty guys. cool. Uh it's gonna sound funny. I love my city of Detroit. I love a lot of things about it. It's been like it like nationally, people hear that you're from, you know, if you just say yeah, I'm from Detroit. They fucking look at you like, ooh, wow, like, ooh, it's rough. Because of what Detroit has ever been in the media. The media puts bullshit. out there. You know, it's, yep. you think it's a dystopian uh, war zone or anything. No, man, there's a lot of great people. What I've noticed lately, uh, because, you know, I, I did live in Denver for a handful of years, uh, getting out of the military. I, I compare it to Denver. It is on the upswing, especially the downtown area. I really wish that they would take those dollars, though, and go to where, you know, where the people live on the east side and the west side and start really investing money into those areas because those families could really uh, uh, what not profit, but benefit from what could be. Uh, Detroit used to be a real beautiful town before all the riots in the, in the, in the um, 60s. It, it, uh, it, I really hope it comes back to something like that. But I really love that city. It will. We're getting there now. I really love that town. Being being so close to Detroit, where I'm at here, I'm in Oak Park, Michigan, which is literally a hop, skip, and a jump. I mean, I'm two miles from Detroit for real. So anyhow, you know, I have been able to see how things have grown and changed. Um, some of it has trickled out in the neighborhood. Well, it's not, not too far, far yet, but Hutch they're getting Jeweler there. Got a, assassinated, shall we say? Because you, ha- you have this huge jeweler that does all the jewelry for the rappers and everything. The owner, he was murdered not too far from you. Holy shit! I didn't even hear yeah, about Greenfield that. Yeah, Greenfield Gate now. Oh, that ain't fine. Well, you can pretty That's much pretty throw a football close. over there if you 
catch my breath. But I mean, you all know what, man? Shit's gonna happen everywhere. Bad it doesn't even do matter. Happen like in every town, uh, like Uvalde, Texas. <laughs> I mean, bad shit happened. Man. Now, me and Red talked about this. I know a little that's bit why I kind of. Um, I wanted to throw a little flair in there. Those cops need to fucking get their badges taken and get ready to answer to the parents. Now that's now that's one thing Red and I didn't get into that we should have because obviously him and I probably would have had a little bit of a I different am a firm player of playing nothing but like they're just doing their jobs and the police like, and getting after them. You know, that that video that Spike actually posted with the police that were stopping the parents from trying to protect their own children while they weren't doing anything. Nothing for fucking 40 minutes. They let this go My on. personal opinion, that's when the Second Amendment comes in, and that's when officials become the enemy. If my kid's stuck in a, in a place and I'm trying to get in, God be with you if you're in front of me. Dude, like, you have the right to protect your kids no matter what the circumstances. I don't have children's. I, know, I, I, children's. I don't have children. So I don't know how exactly how I would be. But I'm pretty sure I would know how I would be when it came to that. And if somebody tried to stop me from protecting my child, there is nothing you could do to stop what was coming at you next. I will go medieval on your ass. Understand too, man. Like those. Look, man, I understand we need police and such like that. I do. And I'm not going to be a big police basher and blah, blah, blah. But those cops fucking dropped the ball on that shit now, hear me in out Texas. On this one. They really fucking did. They the fucked right up. The right just came together on that. Really? Well, you know, my crazy ass. Well, what's the fucking point of having cops if they're the not right going to protect? Came together on these their police. job is to protect and serve. The right and the left what was that? came together for the same sound to go off on these cops. Nobody is defending these fucking police. Nobody's defending these mm-hmm. children either. Mm-hmm. What the fuck, I'm like, man? what I'm going to say out of this, a lot of shit doesn't make sense. Get your tinfoil hat on, folks, real quick. How the fuck did this kid working at a Wendy's? Now they're saying, oh, he got $4,000 worth of gear. That's all the fucking media is telling you. There's more shit to this. He bought body armor. He had thousands of rounds of ammo that are not cheap. Five, five, six, you know what I'm going to tell 150 rounds of 5.56 goes for in the state of Michigan right now. Big fucking bucks. Big bucks. Big fucking bucks. It's damn near a dollar around. Red Red, Red actually said the same thing on the last episode. He's like, how does this kid get all this money to have a, you know, setup? And apparently he shoots grandma, right? Okay. Yeah. Grandma survives. Grandma worked as an aide at the school. However, grandma had felonies. How did you work it as an aide at a school, no matter what your fucking age was? It doesn't matter if the felony fuck, if it was seven years ago, a felony is a fucking felony and stuck on your record. So a lot of shit doesn't fucking add up. Um, Another thing, he got a handgun. Now, everybody wants to say, you know, they're going after ARs, which is fucking stupid because I'm more afraid of the 308, the 30-06, odd a whole bunch of other different firearms. That's not a fucking AR. AR does not stand for automatic rifle or assault 
assault rifle. It's Armalite. It's a fucking company. People need to get their heads out of their asses on that shit. Right. <laughs> oh, my favorite word that the fucking media uses is semi-automatic. You have to put... The only reason why you put it in there is because nobody reads the semi part. They just read the fucking automatic part. Semi-automatic is one trigger, one round, one per, per squeeze. Only one fucking round's coming up, and then another round is ready to be used because it uses this thing called a fucking magazine. Oh, and people love to call magazines clips all fucking day long. Clips go on fucking paper, people, okay? I love how when non-gun owners or people who don't know anything about guns fucking chime in on the stupid shit. Okay? Now... They're trying to get rid of semi-automatics in certain area, which means if it takes a magazine, your gun's gone. However, we'll have revolvers. You know, there's fucking 50 cal revolvers that will clear your fucking head off. Dirty Harry had his right. own fucking revolver, okay? So revolvers are still bad. Right. Oh, and uh, according to Joe Biden, I just had a shotgun on the porch and everything. Shotguns can do fucking huge damage, too. You ever th- hear this thing called buckshot or fucking slug people? Like... Oh, oh anyway, yeah. that was a huge rant just on that. But he, the guy got a handgun. How do you get a handgun at age 18? Not from a store. Oh, they're on the street. Well, well, guess what, motherfuckers? There's my guess what, motherfuckers, for you. I'm going to tell you how these fucking bad guys get guns right now. <laughs> Whether you want to believe it or not, to the listeners, because oh, I know you believe it. You know who's putting you know who's getting the guns to the bad guys? The fucking CIA and the FBI and the ATF. That's who's doing it. That who that is who is putting the illegal guns and I would like on to say, the streets. Hello, NSA. You think, Good morning. Yeah, go fuck yourself, NSA. I'm, I hope you're listening. Come get me, motherfuckers. But anyways, no, for real though. Like, how else, how else could all these illegal firearms? be hitting the streets. Now it's a different story where a kid go goes and buys one, you know, from the stories, 18, whatever. Now, now that being said, he had a firearm. You can't get firearms. So you're 21. how do you get it? Obviously you got it from somebody else. But when it comes to mass quantities of illegal guns hitting the streets where everybody in the polit, you know, the pop political world is saying, where are all these illegal guns coming from? It's very simple. It's coming from. Now when you government. say firearm, you mean the, the handgun? Because age eighteen, you can no, no age eighteen, you can buy a rifle. That's pretty much nationwide. You can't that's buy that's what I'm saying. until you're twenty one. They're so demonizing the AR, which would be a rifle, a twenty two, souped up twenty two. Well, I mean, because it's everything's to fit a goddamn Boom, narrative these days. Everything is, is to it? fit a goddamn narrative. Here's the thing. I'll tell you what. We were talking about mm-hmm. the things we love, right? I love freedom. I love liberty. I love my family first and foremost, though. I love being able to have a podcast where I can talk about things like this. I love being able, because that's protected by the First Amendment, right? I I love being able to own firearms because it protects me from tyrannical governments and or intruders who think they're gonna come do harm to my family or myself, okay? Now, I I also love being able to walk the streets without feeling like, some sort of like cartel is going to attack my wife and I or something like dangerous shit happens in the streets. But in America here, you can walk the streets with your significant other and feel pretty fucking safe. I love that. Okay. Now that being said, that being said, I will fucking suit up and dig my boots in the dirt 
to mm-hmm. protect the things I love and to protect my listeners, you know, oh, yeah. you guys. I actually thought oh, yeah. we all have the right to be here yeah. and live free and have liberty and and be able to protect yourself. The moment they take away your Second Amendment rights, you don't have any more rights, which in turn makes you a slave. I'm not a fucking slave. Bubba's not a slave. None of you are a slave. And I will fucking mark my words. I will dig my boots in this dirt for anyone who tries to disrupt our peace. Okay? Like, fuck that. Like, folks. Absolutely not. Historically, genocide has been around forever. Now, genocide didn't happen because of disobedience. That's how America started was genocide. Genocide happened over obedience. You listening. Yep. You can go ahead and take this. Don't worry. I trust you. Oh, you're dead. That has happened historically throughout life. Please read a history book, folks. Please. And not ones you learned, you know, you got from school. All that shit. I mean, I think we're still scratching the surface on histories. I'm learning things. Every day in this world gets crazier and crazier. (laughs) Well, then that's another thing. So now you say, you know, you learn from history or whatever. Now, during the pandemic, you know, people are all like, oh, it's history repeating itself from the the flu back in 1918 or whatever it was. And so what's to say that history can't repeat itself? You mean people fight anti-fascist? Fears with fascism. With fascism? Bringing us back to 1930s Germany. Yeah. Yeah, I like how people like say, the, the Nazis are not here. I'm like, I didn't say Nazis. I said 1930s Germany where everything started to get brainwashed. And then eventually it became that. <laughs> you know, this is, this is, you know, far more deeper. When they start talking, when you hear these politicians coming out and saying, hey, we're coming from your. We're coming for your guns. Yes. Come and take them, please. Fuck around and find, around, out. find out. Uh, another You're not another doing thing it. I like is, but no, uh, but for real, you though, know, in like, this country, I, I love freedom too. Freedom to go about and do things, like going on the internet and looking up things. Because Hunter Biden, did you hear that shit got leaked? His search history. Oh boy. Yes, oh boy. <laughs> Hunter Biden. Apparently he's into really kinky shit on Pornhub. First off, where do people, you know, have the time to go ahead and dig up this much fucking dirt on people? I mean, do you guys have personal lives? But it's entertaining to me. Uh, he's into really kinky shit. He likes to look up crack whores and uh, loving widows because uh, he had an awesome time with his dead brother's wife and uh apparently great this all by the way all came out on uh the daily mail uh so this is actual not just me saying bullshit about people this shit actually got published uh joe biden and hunter biden shared the same phone number apparently so now they can't tell who texted who this stuff like hey sean uh here's a cool porno i'm texting it to you check it out so one side is either Joe Biden that sent it to Hunter or Hunter sending it to Joe Biden because they share the same iMessage thing. Now, here's the thing that doesn't make any sense. These are rich people. They're not poor. Why are they sharing a phone number? 
<laughs> well, I mean, I'll question, question everything. everything, brother. You know what I'm saying? You, you, but question everything, especially if it comes from the enemy. You know, mainstream media is the enemy. But uh, but no, man. Like, listeners, please, all of you. I love you guys so much, really. And I'm, I'm letting you know right now. You have to protect yeah. the things you love to do. Yes. No matter what it may be. You know, there, there's... There's, there should be, there should never be a discussion about your liberties and your freedom. Never, never, ever, ever. That constitution is gold. Your natural rights are gold. You have the right to defend yourself and protect yourself. You have the right to say you're going to do what you're going to do. Yeah, or say what you say what you're going to say. You know what I mean? Like you have these rights inherited from not the government, from God, y'all. And even if you're not fucking religious, that's fine. But those those rights came. Your natural rights and come you, from God. Do you know there's a huge day Not to celebrate God. why we have these rights coming up? It's tomorrow, actually. It's the 78th anniversary of D-Day. What nice. some would say the last great generation of men and women. You got to say women because they also held it down on the forefront. Um, they stormed the fucking beaches of Normandy that day. To go up against yep. real evil, real problems, real something to worry about in this world at that time. That was right. Just the Holocaust was one of the worst fucking things to ever happen in human history. And I absolutely hate it how people deny that it happened. That's a side note. But tomorrow is the 78th anniversary (laughs) of D-Day. We fought for these. Yeah, man. That's that's deep. freedoms, and uh, kind of got mixed feelings on it because I, the way how I feel about people today, not just sweeping it underneath the rug, but talking shit about it. As a veteran, fucking right. hurts, really does. I mean, I understand that you know some of us, but yeah, like we were definitely you know pawns for an oil regime. Not too long ago, still going on. But when real world problems came about, we stepped the fuck up and we smacked it down. Now's the time to We're do it back again. to that point. And you say history has repeated itself. We're back in the Civil War time. I mean, some, something's got to give like... Right now, I'm at a point where, like, they're literally being very open about coming after our rights now. I mean, it's been like that for a couple of years now. They're not even trying to hide it. But the free speech ones, my one that kills to, me because they try to they're trying to censor whatever you fucking say on the internet. Notice the notice the Ministry of Truth fucking fell, and they're trying to do it again. Yeah, I mean, but here the the thing is though is that what is happening right now in our country and around the world is that governments are literally coming after our natural rights oh, yeah. as human beings. Oh, yeah. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. And, and my personal feelings are my rights are more important than your feelings. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry, though. Like Your, your natural rights are what protects you from the powers that be you can't let these people like for instance ladies ladies 
Here we are in 2022. And there's rich old men, politicians that still want to control you and your reproductive organs. That's none of anyone's fucking business. No, ladies, you stand up. You stand up for yourself. You stand up for your daughters, your sisters, your mothers. And guys like me will stand up beside you because ain't nobody coming to fuck with you on my watch, okay? We need a lot more peaceful. Now, outside of the whole women thing, you know, as people in general, men and women, they're coming after our rights to defend ourselves. No, you have the right to defend yourself by any means necessary, especially when it comes to tyrannical governments. And if you don't think what these people are doing right now isn't tyrannical, Please, I will give you some books oh, yeah. to read and that will show you what these now, people I are doing. People don't like guns. Up. However, people just got stabbed at a fucking hospital, okay? Um, the Second Amendment, folks, it wasn't made for hunting at all. Everybody likes to say zero about hunting. You, can, you, you can't go hunting with that rifle. What do you need 30 rounds to shoot? It was never meant for (laughs) hunting. It was, we're supposed to have what the military has and less words. Obviously, if you fuck around with the trigger weld and end up making your shit automatic, you did break federal law. That's, that's, that's guarantee I'm going to fucking prison. Um, but folks, yeah. Um, if you fear one item, and you don't think another item is going to come after you. You're fucking just part of the problem. You really are. Bad guys ban- are going to do bad shit no matter what. You can ban all the weapons you want. You can ban knives. Shit, you can ban pencils. You can stab somebody with a pencil. You can ban that too. But guess what, motherfuckers? There's just going to be was another a, weapon. There was a girl use. when I lived over you on know? the east side at a uh, local high school. It was all over a boy. The girl brought a steak knife home from home and stabbed a girl over a boy. Jesus. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's not funny. I shouldn't laugh. And I just. Nope. Everybody wanted to be like, you know, oh, that was just over love. And because it was interracial, they wanted to blame the white boy. And I'm looking at the, the teenager's photo. Holy shit. She didn't look all there, bro. We have a mental health crisis that has just been brewing forever and never gets touched. We have. No, nobody, nobody ever wants to deal with that. It's always something else. It's always, it's always blame the gun. It's always blame, you know, the weapon that's so scary, whether it be a machete or a gun. What do they do? Outlaw machetes? Well, you said. Come on, man. Anything sharp. These guns don't just throw arms and legs and start shooting people. Okay, you're going to get bludgeoned by something. There's bats. Hammers. uh, There's hammers. You can just cut down a heavy branch and beat the shit out of somebody to death. You can pick up a rack and smash somebody's head. They make shanks out of fucking toothbrushes oh, in fucking prison, dude. Like, cup, set it on fire, you know what I mean? And then they drop it in the toilet, grab it out of the toilet, and they roll it, and then they sharpen it on the ground and make a quick shank. I was just like, that's fucking crazy. I mean, 
No, it is pretty crazy. I mean, you can make a weapon on anything. I got this. I got this little glass stein behind me. I can smash that and use that as a weapon. If and I prisoners like it. have actually. Or I can just hit you in the face uh, with impaled it. Impaled uh, prison guards by taking newspaper, rolling it up, and hardening it, and shooting it like a spear. So right. the thing that my, my point crazy. is, if crazy wants you dead, crazy's gonna get you. You can't deny that. If somebody's gonna want you, they're gonna figure it out. No, not too long ago, that Christmas Day parade, that that man that ran down all those people in uh, Wisconsin. He what do you car. do? Oh, cars? that's that's the big huge kicker. Biden wants to fucking uh, go after manufacturers for guns for all the the shit that just happened. I'm like, so we're gonna go ahead and go after the manufacturers of cars because of drunk drivers and people who just decide to run over motherfuckers. That makes no fucking sense, man. Right. Um. No, none of it makes sense. Not, nothing. We uh, I've said this a thousand times too. We live in a world where nothing makes sense and everything contradicts itself. The hypocrisy level is, you know, at a hundred, and you know it's it's and it's all a ploy to get the gain for your team. And in the meantime, it is people like us who suffer. Now, let me be the first one to tell you, and I'm not going to be the first one to tell you who, who the fuck do I think I am. I'm nobody, but let me tell you something here. Your rights are the most important thing in your life, other than like your family. And, you know, you got to protect yourself. You got to protect your family, no matter what, no matter what the circumstances are, no matter if these politicians are telling you that these AR-15s are just these, you know, killing machines or whatever. I don't want to hear that shit from the politicians. They're the one who kill everyone. They kill everybody. You want to talk about a massacre? Why don't you look up the, the, the Texas massacre in Waco in 1993, where the ATF and the F- FBI lit a building on fire that killed women, children, pregnant women, and now nobody they like got to charged say for that. That was nobody. a cult. They literally set a building on fire. And burn they want to say that the videos no were a cult and had to be that. stopped. I'm like, had to be stopped? What? These were people that bought their own land, wanted to be left the fuck alone. Left alone. Conspiracy and speculation always floats no matter what topic you talk about. However, the ATS are the ones that fucking went after people. And then they defended themselves and then set the place on fire. Right, right. It's fucking insane, dude. And they tried to say that David Koresh, the actual leader of that cult, was no, the one who the started the fire. They tried to pin it on him. No, that was government officials that lit that building on fire. Please, you can look it up for yourself on anything. Look and up the Waco massacre of 1993. Some of most of the listeners will probably remember and because they're, crazy they're was, in our age bracket. There was a young man who witnessed all that shit go down by the name of Timothy McVeigh. He later blew up the Oklahoma City building, the federal building. Crazy it shit. It sparked off of something, Crazy and there were so many other innocent lives lost. So, it's like the government says Ali in so somebody story. slam dunks it. And that's, that's the right. bad news. But now here is, you know, we, 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 we've made our points here. And that being said, you know, 
this is not a time to become complicit to whatever the the, the powers that be are, are trying to do to us. It's not a game. It's not anything. It is them literally trying to control every aspect of your life. Please don't let them re- restrict your rights. Please don't let them take your rights, especially the one to defend yourself. We all got families and shit. Everybody would do anything to protect their family. And I'm going to go and say this on, on the side now. Now, I know what we're talking about is the government. We try not to bash on them. Here's a, here's a, here's a positive note. Everybody, no matter what your political view is, be 1% better than the day you were before to anybody. E-L-E. Right. Everybody love It's everybody. hard to do sometimes, but you got to do it. It is a very hard thing. I understand. There is something across, from across the political sphere that you can't see that you have in common with somebody find it look for it try to be a part of it i'm not saying convert to whatever they believe and that's on either side of the sphere but enough right is enough with this wall and divide we need to come together officially that's all i'm going to say on it be better people it's the only way this shit ends with 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 these with these government fucking cunts is if we unite. It's the only way it goes away. It's the only way it works. We got to find out that we have to refigure out that we're more alike than we are different. That's a Joe Jorgensen thing. She said that we're more alike than we are different. We have to do that. We have to figure it out. Get out as, the as, zone, people. as a society yeah. or it's just going to get worse. And they're really going to come and take your guns or your your freedom of speech and or, or you you can't your livelihood. Get rid of and that or baby that you don't want or anything that needs to go into your body. There's a lot of things at play here. They're going to tell you things you don't want to do. The government has no right. They're going to make you want to do things. They're going to make you do things you don't. Government has no say. You know, and nobody should be making anybody do anything. And that's our thing. Like as a anarchist libertarian, because I feel like the last two years have really forced me to become a full blown anarchist. Um, But I will always vote straight libertarian for the rest of my life. I'll never vote for the duopoly again. Um, You know, I, I know I said I would never, you know, I'm, I'm, on another show, we both kind of said how we don't want, you know, we're considering not voting anymore. I will do it just in spite of the duopoly, just to freaking put in that full libertarian bubble, you know, because I neither side deserves Remember my, the, my the, the gorilla that was killed at the or zoo that respect. one time. You know, that guy got votes, right? Yeah. A dead gorilla got votes for really? a presidential election. Wow. Well, I mean, because people are sick of it, man. They're like, what the fuck? What 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 guy are we gonna put in the in the office next that's just going to and honestly, shit those all my type over my fucking human it just rights. Shows they're fed the fuck up. But yeah, man, I mean we deserve better. Let's be better. For real, man. And until next time, you know. Oh, by the way, real quick, before we take off, this is huge, and I almost forgot to say something. So before we close. We have start. We have not started. We have tried a new format for this show. 
It's called Riverside FM. It is specifically for podcasts. Please give us some feedback on what you think of the sound quality, the picture quality and such is for this Riverside because I would really like to use it. It would, oh wow, I'm banging shit around here. <laughs> um, it would give us an opportunity to have multiple guests over the computer and fun shit, we could take callers. So if you dig this, if you dig this format, Riverside FM, please let us know. Um, before I pay for it, because, you know, I don't want to keep spending money when I'm not making it <laughs> per se, but I will, you know, I will do it because we got to get this shit to jump off somehow, you know, and, and it's up to you as listeners to tell friends, you know, we're, we're doing the best we can. I want you guys to, to do your thing and tell your friends about us. If you really believe in what you're doing or what we're doing, I'm sorry. Um, tell friends, you know, tell friends to check us out, man. We're not going to be for everybody, but we're going to be for some. I promise you that. But uh, yeah, so if you love this, please reach out on our socials. You know, we're on Facebook, you know, Buds in the Basement. Uh, Twitter, Buds in Reality, Buds, letter N, Reality. If you can't spell that, please, Hooked on Phonics. And that page is actually getting a lot of stirs, man. We're getting (laughs) a uh, little uh, little limelight going on from uh, Twitter, man. Starting to look good. Yeah, Twitter's been fun. If if you know what, Twitter's actually way more fun than Facebook. I'll say that. So buds in reality on Twitter, and uh, it, we are on Truth Social. Um, that's not as fun as Twitter, but uh, you know whatever. Uh, buds in the basement at buds in the basement on Twitter. You know at buds in, or oh at buds in the basement on Truth at buds in reality on Twitter and uh, at buds in the basement podcast on Instagram. Yeah, that's why you gotta write it it's down hard to it. keep up with all this shit. <laughs> but anyhow, I know right? I should be reading it, you know. But yeah, please tell friends and please let us know what you think of this new format. And please, don't let these people take your rights from you. That's like the worst thing we can do, man. Until next time, much love, y'all.